0: Star Wars: Summon by Seven, Episode Two Thousand Eight Hundred and Thirty-Two. Queen's Hope by E.K. Johnston is the final novel in the Padme trilogy. It's just been released today, and today we've got a non-spoiler review on tap for you. Punch it! <laughs> Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So the Padme Trilogy kicked off with Queen's Shadow and that novel explored the transition period for Padme when she was no longer a queen and becoming a senator. Then the second novel, Queen's Peril, actually went back in time and looked at the events preceding and then during The Phantom Menace. And here's what the official description says about the novel, it says, Padme is adjusting to being a wartime senator during the Clone Wars. Her secret husband, Anakin Skywalker, is off fighting the war and excels at being a wartime Jedi. In contrast, when Padme gets the opportunity to see the casualties on the war-torn front lines, she's horrified. The stakes have never been higher for the galaxy or for the newly married couple. Meanwhile, with Padme on a secret mission, her handmaiden, Sabe, steps into the role of Senator Amidala, something no handmaid Maiden has done for an extended period of time. While in the Senate, Sabé is equally horrified by the machinations that happened there. She comes face to face with a gut-wrenching decision as she realizes she cannot fight a war this way, not even for Padmé. And Chancellor Palpatine hovers over it all, manipulating the players to his own ends so that's the official description i think i'll just work backwards and start with chancellor palpatine and say that the moments that ek johnston shares with palpatine are just so spine chilling like she really gets him and his evil nature and really leans into it so if you want some insight into the inner workings of palpatine's brain you're going to get it and get it very well from johnston then there's the stuff with sabe and this is where the novel, I think, you know, one of the particular strong suits that E.K. Johnston has is that she is deeply invested in the characters, particularly Padme and her handmaidens, and it's not just Sabe, but it's also Sashe and Yane and the rest of them, Dorme, like, and there are multiple others who are previous handmaidens and also new ones hired on for the senator's current role, like a more political kind of action for all intents and purposes. Johnston does it just tremendously well. Like they are all very finely drawn characters and their interactions are wonderful and spectacular. so maybe you're hearing a butt coming on all of that and it's essentially that it seems to take a while for the you know meat of the story to get going that secret mission that's happening that then needs sabe to go and impersonate senator amidala again like you got to get through more than 100 pages of the 280 page novel to be able to really get to that there's some table setting that happens but there's actually more that happens that is just kind of filling in events of other stories like in particular the situation with Attack of the Clones and the wedding at the end of it, right? That information is already out there kind of in the public and you're gonna get to see a different angle (laughs) on that and what happens before they get to the metaphorical altar. Because I don't think there was an actual altar for their wedding at the end of Attack of the Clones, but there are just these moments that you get more backstory behind the stuff that you saw on screen. And that's great and that's all well and good and it is really enjoyable. And I don't want to take anything away from the story at all. I'm just saying that the actual meat of the story makes it feel like it's more of a novella with some additional interesting short stories connected to it. And yet, and yet, I feel like this is kind of a strength of Johnston's, in particular, the way that everything ultimately gets woven together from a story perspective. So there is, I guess, a world where you could have said Johnston might only give you know a brief paragraph or a brief part of a chapter to what Sabe was doing on Tatooine in Queen's Hope she's actually trying to continue the work that she was doing in previous Queen's novel storytelling and ultimately gets called by Padme to come help out with the situation but Instead, what Johnston does is she gives Sabe her own whole story. She really develops what's happening with the work that they're doing on Tataween. She really develops what happens when she gets into the Senate. She is filling out Sabe's whole character and giving her a full time to shine in the spotlight. It is definitely a different way of approaching the storytelling, and I do think it's really awesome and different. Meanwhile, the quote unquote big characters, at least some of the biggest characters, get minor role appearances and they're terrific. Obi-Wan is very well done, Anakin's very well done, and their relationship is peeled right from the pages of The Clone Wars. It's fantastic. Yoda has his time in the spotlight, however brief. And I love the way that Johnston kind of contrasted his experience of Coruscant with Sabe's experience of Coruscant. When she arrives, she just, you know, feels like everything is unnatural it's just you know this tremendous concrete city and there's nothing of nature in it whereas Yoda I don't think he would disagree with that but he's also able to tune into the force and feels the incredible power of all these living beings on Coruscant connected to the force and I love these little moments that Johnston gives for these characters. There's also a very cool scene where Anakin and Obi-Wan are in a pause in a battle and see a clone tending to other clones who have fallen and this clone is actually a woman and Anakin says you know what's your name and she says it's sister and that's how her brothers her clone male brothers let her know that she belongs and Anakin muses about how belonging is important and she responds and talks about how nobody really knows what happens to quote unquote unusual clones but she has been given the opportunity to fight along alongside her brother clones, and that matters very much. And an aid to one of Padme's former handmaidens, who's now a representative on Naboo, is presenting as gender fluid or non-binary, and I will say, as a copy editor, seeing Z-H-E as a pronoun, as the first word in a sentence, I had a moment where I thought, oh, this is a different character, and it took me a second to realize that that was the pronoun. So Z-H-E and Z-H-E-R for uh, pronunciation of my apologies, but Z and "zer." So once my copy editor had got around that, it was very cool to see that in play, And the last thing I'll flag while still staying in non-spoiler territory is the fact that there are four little interludes. They're just a page or two long, and they are told from the perspective of four different women who are key to this story in their own particular ways, whether they actually appear in the story or whether their spirit and their experiences help inform some of the events that happen in the story. Those were possibly the most heartfelt parts of the novel, and I'll also say that it's going to give us a lot to talk about in the coming (laughs) days as well because when we get into spoiler territory with this, yeah, we're going to need to talk about a couple of things because they bear on future storytelling and I'll just stop right there for the moment. So let me just wrap up by saying Queen's Hope by E.K. Johnston, which is the final novel in the Queen's trilogy of young adult novels about Padme Amidala and her handmaidens. It's a fun read just like the other two are. The characters are, again, finely drawn. The interplay between the characters is terrific. The inner monologues for the characters are terrific. The only thing that you you know possibly might consider a, a knock on anything is the fact that the main story itself is comparatively thin and it really is more about the stories of the individual characters and certainly things do kind of tie together in some very interesting ways as well but it really is more about the individual stories than it is about the overarching story as a whole It was a fun read and a breezy one. The 280 pages go very quickly. And so thank you, by the way, to Disney Lucasfilm Press for sending me a copy to check out in advance. And also congratulations to E.K. Johnston for completing this trilogy and for the fine work that she's done for it. So there you go. That's what I've got for you for the non-spoiler stuff about Queen's Hope, and that's going to do it for this episode of the show. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be.